Hey everyone, welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenley. Rob, how you doing? I'm doing terrific, Todd. It's great to be back doing the show. So uh, we have absolutely, unequivocally, nothing to talk about. I, I was, uh, you know, I, I'd gotten my craw up over the last couple of days on a couple of things. And yeah. then, and then something dropped this afternoon. It was like, whoa. <laughs> should, we, uh, should we tackle the first big topic? Which one do you want to do it? I'm oh. not sure which one you're referring to. Oh. So. <laughs> well, I thought the major story of the day, but uh, maybe you've got something else. Well, what, which one were you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's Breaker. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. And then there's um, what's, what's going on with Megaphone. Yep. So I was yep. thinking about Megaphone to begin with. So Right. Okay. But I guess we could quickly go over Breaker real quick, and it actually can lead to a whole conversation. So we'll have to be careful how dig we deep, or deep we dig. Yeah. Um, but we'll save the megaphone conversation here for a few minutes. So those of you that are tuning in for that, just hang on. Um, yeah. So Twitter bought Breaker. Yeah. Well, it's full circle for Twitter to some degree, right? <laughs> yeah. They started off as Odeo, a podcasting platform, pivoted right. to Twitter. And now they bought a, it isn't really a podcast hosting company per se. They do that, but. They never really captured very many no. shows to host, but um, yeah, it's just an, another example. And I think we're going through this consolidation and smaller companies and platforms are, you know, contracting we've been through this a few times before Todd haven't we yeah so we have seeing listening platforms come and go and and it's just these days that they get gobbled up by bigger companies mm -hmm. it's kind of what's happening more and more these days yeah and then you know so that the play everyone thinks what's going on here is that Twitter spaces whatever that's going to be I hadn't been paying too much attention to it but they think that that team Mm -hmm. It's going to be working on the Twitter spaces, which is being designed to compete with Clubhouse. And right. so, Rob, I, I got an invite from Mike Dell to Clubhouse over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I jumped on. You were, you must have saw me come on or something. You jumped into a conversation and four or five of us had a little little chit chat for a little while and played around mm. with it. So if mm. you haven't got your invite to clubhouse folks, just breathe because, um, my first experience was not positive with the us five kind of hanging out and chatting. It was, yeah. but I gandered around, you know, I was sitting in my living room and going to room to room and lots of marketeers. Yeah. In this overhyped conversations about marketing and how you can make millions and how I made my first million and, you know, blow smoke up my butt because I'm, I'm a, I'm a famous person yet I Google them and you don't even find them. And then, uh, and then I was in some of the podcasting rooms and I, I don't know, I got some mixed feelings mm -hmm. about some of the advice being given and actually on. Monday, I had my first, I actually had a company call me. 
about some advice they've gotten on Clubhouse. Someone had told that in a in a room. Don't know which. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a suspicion, but I don't want to say because it's probably pissed the person off. They probably listen to the show. Um, in a room, they were they asked, "Should I have my?" Okay, here's the question. Because I was on the phone with a guy. He framed the question, should I have my pod? I am a business owner. I'm doing a podcast that's related to my business. Should I have my podcast on my business website? And he was told by two different people in that session, no, you should have a separate site. You should build your brand. They were like, no. And I'm like, what kind of advice is that? And really, in in the in the long run of things, to me, it looked like someone was promoting. So were you, Todd, so were you talking about hosting a podcast, or are you talking about because I think that there's fine line of distinction here. He was he asked where he should put his podcast. Right. It. We've always advised that it be hosted on a separate. Um, yeah. Place okay. The media. Website, we're not right? talking about hosting the media. Right. They're they're talking about having a right. separate site for the podcast, not with the business. That's right. a very bad right. idea. Okay. You, like if, like only using the page that your host provider provides you. Is that what you're right. Saying? Right. 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 Okay. So it doesn't matter where you host, but you should have because but have your content. And your podcast and whatever mm-hmm. you do in the embed or what, however you, it doesn't matter if you're using WordPress and PowerPress, doesn't matter if you're a business right. owner, you have right. a podcast, it better be on your site, on your, on your .com for your business, especially if it's promoting your business. And he right. was confused. Right. That's, well, it can, it, it can be a little confusing because you can get a domain name pointed to your page that's provided to you by a host. But this platform, was an, right? he, he was very explicit. He had an, an existing business, the, the existing website, existing right. website, yep. going to do a show to support his business, but yet was told by two different people in a room. No, right. no, no. You, you need to have a separate page. And right. so it's those kinds of little mm-hmm. Things and he was confused. He's like, "Well, what, what, what am I going to do podcast for?" Right, right. So at least yeah. he was confused enough to call me and said, "Hey, is this advice the right advice?" Right. And I yeah. said, "Who the beep? You know, told you that? You know, no, this is not the way to go." Yeah, yeah. I think in those conversations you have to be very clear with people, and I'm not sure. It sounds like the conversation had a little bit too many. Uh, what I would call loose ends to the discussion. Well, uh, I wasn't there. To, I that, wasn't, I wasn't causes confusion. Right? I wasn't. Yeah. People don't know specifically what you're referring to, but right? I wasn't there to hear it. So, you know, yeah, I'm exactly. secondhand, but you know, that kind of thing is the thing that we're going to probably deal right. with a lot more. So here's the device I get vet. Who's giving you information, right? Look them up, see what they've done because what Rob and I have seen this for years and years and years. Right. Podcast consultants come on the scene. They're really great and they start doing stupid things or they don't, re- they should have been consultants to begin with. And then they run out of business because the ideas they gave the people that were, they were consulting with ends up firing them or the shows fail or whatever. And then the consultants go away and it's a right. cycle. <laughs> right. The good consultants stick around and you know, they're, you know, there's lots of great people doing podcast consultants, lots of great thousands. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not thousands, but, maybe a thousand 
And uh, so what this is, is this is an opportunity for the marketeers and the opportunists. Oh, I got a fresh chance. I can be the expert. And yeah, that vet your experts. <laughs> that's true. And I think there is a feeling, and I had this feeling when I started getting involved in Clubhouse too, is that this this is a way for me to potentially reach as many people as I would um doing a live oh, on stage yeah. event at a, a podcast conference, right? Without being um, vetted. <laughs> well, yeah. Um you would hope though that people well, that's that's where the rub gets into that's right. people. They don't really know who to trust. Right. So you know, unless you have you know, a personal I, relationship or you, there's someone there to act as the moderator, say, so, uh, well, because that's, well, what, that's well, what we do in. <laughs> yeah. Or the person that's referring, pulling people into this session has a reputation. Yeah. For yeah. Being, you know, an expert in this and they're only going to bring in people that right, they trust. Right. And, Things like that. And I'm not, you know, that community is so new and the composition of that community, um, uh, is, is, I'll be frank about it. It has a lot of people that have podcasts on anchor. Um, that was the general consensus that I have the first session that I did. And I think we talked about this in a prior episode Yeah, and had like two or 300 people in there. And it was just, I was there for like three hours, just answering podcast <laughs> questions. And Did you feel uh, like I, you got beat up by the time you got done? <laughs> well, it wasn't so much that because I think, I mean, everybody is pretty respectful yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And, and I got invited by somebody that has a reputation for, you know, doing good stuff right. with podcasters. Right. And, and so it was a good positive experience that I had initially, um, though, you know, I think that the platform, um, we're talking about clubhouse here, um, is one that's presenting a different opportunity. Right. And we saw in the early days of podcasting, sure. a lot of the marketeers came oh, in of course. Right? and started, um, the, the, the consultants started flooding <laughs> the space. This was back in like 2006. Right, right, right. Um, so we've seen this. So any again kind of and again and again, yeah, is seen as an opportunity for people to jump in and build audience when the cost of doing so, or the difficulty of doing so is low. And that's kind of what we're seeing here is that, um, I thought it as an opportunity as a guy that works for Lipson, get in there and start it's talking huge. to podcasters, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that's how you would have seen it sure. as well. Um, and you, you take the good with the bad. With yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> um, there's risks, but yet if you don't get involved, you can't contribute the positive right, stuff. Right, right, right. And so, then, then you leave it to folks that step in that maybe don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah. So my old right. curmudgeon in self though, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of marketeers and, right. you know, so that to me, some of the stuff, sadly, I have little patience for, it just rubs yeah. me <laughs> the wrong way. And, yeah. uh, I, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm kind of like a bull in a China shop. I'm like, get your microphone plug it into your computer, get your show information together, record right. your show. Let's go. You know, let's right. don't make five years of plans because you'll never turn on the mic. Right. And I'm hearing all these ideas. Oh, I got to, I'm like, why would you go in a public forum with 500 people and share your podcast idea? Why would you pitch your podcast right. in front of 500 people? Right that hasn't launched yet. Right. There's no way. Yeah. And some people are starting to record these, 
um, sessions. And from what I gather, that's strictly against the the uh, terms of service for Clubhouse. So those that are thinking that they can go in there and create a podcast that then they can record and take off of the platform and publish as a podcast, um, they're going to get taken down. I guess unless um, they explicitly announce it's being recorded. Well, even that, it still violates the terms of service. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, you know, I guess um, Clubhouse has to make a decision on this. Huh. Uh, if they're going to allow this to continue, uh, I think it's happening um, in some sessions. I'm not seeing a lot that are doing it, actually. Um, so the advice that I'm giving people about it is that this, is, this isn't a replacement for producing your podcast. Mm. And I'm not sure, you know, I know Todd Webster wrote a piece here. I agree completely with him. Right. It, it's, it's, it's additive, right? It's something that you do that, you know, connects with maybe some listeners. You can create a, a weekly session over there, but it's not a replacement for your podcast. Right. This is, this is completely different. This is almost like bonus content is what I would yep. do. Yeah. Um, and just do something that connects with your, your listeners. You can build community over there. You can do all that kind of stuff, but don't treat it as a replacement for your podcast. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that's that on that and yeah. don't get too excited. And again, you guys are all, I'll call you Akamai. That's kind of a Hawaiian term. You're all Akamai here. You guys know, um, right. to vet people and you know, you listen to this show to get your advice. Well, in, in how this maps to breaker, I think, and if you look at Twitter today, Twitter does have the ability in their, I believe in their iOS app where you can actually record, um, audio directly into the app and have it publish as part of your tweet. Yeah. Um, so you can do that today. They've been playing around with that for, for, I guess a good year now that's been in there. I don't think a lot of people have used it. Uh, I certainly haven't seen a lot of tweets that have utilized it because it is a little buried in the interface. I mean, I didn't know it was there until somebody pointed out to me that it was there. <clears throat> and I went in there specifically clicking on things, looking for it. Right. And, and it seems to work for, fairly well. Um, but it, as you think about breaker being integrated in here, what does that mean? Does that mean that they're going to be a direct competitor to what clubhouse is doing? I'm, it's, it's not clear yet. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's what they're actually going to do. Um, but you know, maybe, maybe it is, but maybe it's, I don't know, Todd. I mean, what's your thought? Is that something that'd be smart for Twitter to do is to do something like clubhouse is doing? Do you think? Well, you got to keep up I with don't. the Joneses. <laughs> right. You but gotta keep can it. you imagine how out of control that would be, uh, from a content <laughs> standpoint? I mean, if you think clubhouse is crazy, which, which it is. Imagine what Twitter would be. Talk about a cesspool, <laughs> you know, of stuff, right? So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and how it maps to podcasting. May may not. It may not map to podcasting. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we will. So let's get on to the big news of the day. And and man, <laughs> people are already coming out in defense. Right. So what has happened? I have this little cool tool here and I tried it. It's called uTorrent. Now, is it uTorrent? Yeah. U or U, U block. Excuse me. U block. U block. Yeah. And, uh, I went over to, well, I tried to go to megaphone <laughs> and, uh, it blocked it. Um, 
they have been blocklisted for by these folks that basically do ad serving tracking you know anyone that's doing any type of uh well it's it's more complicated than that but basically they're blocking some of the media that are running on megaphone's hosting platform yeah you can't actually play the the audio yeah you can't that's play the, the audio thing. yeah i mean it's it's completely blocking access to the the delivery dns now if you're not running any type of ad blocker on your computer let me be clear if you're not blocking it's not going to do anything it'll play but if right. you're if you're running ad blocking software uh, or certain browsers, which sure. very yeah. very few people run right. any of these browsers. And right. As a matter of fact, one of them I haven't ever heard of. Right. Um, the, then the media gets blocked. But yeah. this poses a bigger discussion purely about the simple fact that um, we may have uh, started a time now here where companies that are doing attribution companies that are doing ad tracking they're going to potentially have a problem well i think it's it's actually good that this discussion is happening um because i think a lot of the podcasting platforms have been you know the hosting platforms have been trying to decide you know which way they're going to go on this right um you know, I know I talked to the Nielsen folks at one point and they were, they were, um, only doing this deal with, um, with megaphone. So I don't know, you know, it's been released out there that art 19 is doing something similar. Um, and then who knows, maybe Spreaker is doing something similar with this stuff too. Um, so it's, it's not exactly clear and there's not a tremendous amount of transparency about all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, about what's, what's going on here. Um, I just wonder though, Todd, and we've wondered on this show, this is the first time we've talked about this topic. Uh, do listeners care? You know, that's well, the other part. Well, the, discussion. some do like me. Some and do I, and yeah. some don't, some aren't even aware of it. Right. So maybe if people are more aware of it, maybe there will be more objection. I don't know. But it, uh, the article, this guy's, not happy. He likes the platform. He likes doing ad deals. He likes serving ads and it'd be pretty discouraging to load a show up and hit play. And there was a big red explanation mark that said, no, you will not. Right. So. And I think I saw on Facebook, um, there was a comment in there and I was going to pull it up here too, Todd talking about how, I guess um, Megaphone has put out a statement. Yeah, they have. And um, I don't know if you have that or not in front of you or not. Let's see if I can find it here. Um, but we might want to talk about that too. So we all know that even even Apple, I mean Apple, even Chrome, even Google is starting to put in technology um, to block Ads, but okay, so here's what the statement that Megaphone says. Unfortunately, your post is not accurate, and and the bullet point points below lay this all out. This is only affecting browsers that have ad blocking plugin add-on installed 
or a browser that is specifically designed to block ads. Brave is the browser is one of those and mentioned in the post. We haven't seen any drop in downloads and campaign delivery due to this. The number of users who listen via browser, extremely small, less than 1% overall. That's pretty shocking because they're, that's telling to me because globally we still see six to 7% um, are listening via browser. And then those who have, okay, those who listen via browser, extremely low, less than 1% overall. And then those who have ad blockers or saw Z were smaller than this, less than 0.1%. That's probably not true. I know a lot of people run ad blockers on their browsers. If someone falls into this extremely small percentage, they won't have content delivered from Megaphone via their web browser. So it's not just isolated to MTM ads. This is not carrying over to apps as we are not collecting any user data outside of IP address and user agent. More below. Our servers do not collect demographic data. They collect only IP addresses and user agent strings like every single other server on the internet. It's a requirement to deliver across the internet. We do not send data to Nielsen. Instead, Nielsen sends the data they collect. So there's the key there. We can talk about that to us and not the other way around. Our privacy policy allows for data to be sent out of the platform. Of course, listeners never see that privacy platform. That is to enable ad campaign measurement from time to time. That data as well only includes IP and UA. We never send unique identifiers because we don't have them. We do not have access to IDFA made or similar. We have not been explicitly blocked by ad blocking privacy browser extensions. Instead, because we use the term ad server in one of our Server names that has been blocked by an automated filter will be correct in this next 48 hours, which remove the blocking. More importantly, this only packs web-based listening when the user has a blocking extension installed. Again, we estimate this to be very small. How do they know what this percentage of listeners? 0.1%, maybe much lower. I think you might be surprised. Users with ad blockers are savvy. They know when something is blocked and if they want to consume the content, they typically pause the blocking extension. I think I've answered everything you asked, but please let me know. So anyway, that was their response. Definitely was a catchy headline for a blog post though. But they are, it's true. They are on multiple block lists for tracking podcast listeners. They are. That is a simple fact because I went and looked. Yeah. Well, it it doesn't specifically mention um, megaphone in any of those blocks, though. But it's the ad server names that right, they right. are using right. that is blocked, and their yeah. links. Yeah, yeah. And then he he refers to Nielsen is actually sharing their data with them, so they're getting around that technicality. Technicality, of them yeah. Actually, sharing the IP address with a third party. Um, but so they, Nielsen's but, actually, but Nielsen so is collecting that. Is matching those things up, right? Then not Nielsen, which is interesting. So it's all happening on the megaphone side, not yeah. on the Nielsen side. Yeah, I use UBlock. This is is the application I use, mm-hmm. and it's on this list. It turns out that people don't like being tracked, and this is from the article. And a whole suite of anti-tracking privacy tools out there. There are DNS sinkhole service like PyHole, NextDNS, which blocks domains that track you. There are browser plugins to block this like Adblock Plus, UBlock Origin, Privacy Badger, and there are browsers that block this too like Brave. So, so the question gets back to is it doesn't appear that this is um, triggering retargeting. 
through through Nielsen. Well, but it could could retargeting through megaphone. It could. Well, the the key is they're getting data. Right. Well, they're they're matching up the information, so it could be matching up information that could be used in other podcasts, right? So I I don't know this. It gets into the technicalities of this, and it it I think we're going to lose people. <laughs> yeah. So the the link right. that's being blocked is traffic.megaphone.fm. Right. And um, they go into the details here of what is happening and why. Right. And uh, but here's the problem: there's other people doing this. Yeah. So no. this is yeah. this is not. This is not uh, the first. Um, but as far as I know, Nielsen isn't sharing this type of a deal with too many other folks yet. No. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I've spoken to them in the past, and I know that that megaphone deal was pretty exclusive for a while. This yeah. has been going on for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's moved to other platforms or not entirely. So, you know, if you go on Overcast, even a Blueberries uh, show, it lists what we do and what we don't do as far as stats and stuff go. So, um, but definitely um, a challenge here is Art19 could be up next because they want to bring listener target ads to podcasting as well. So, well, they've been... Act. I mean, even before the COVID stuff, they were actively promoting this type of activity at conferences. Um, so this this was the future of their platform as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's hard to say how much further that is going to move. There's other companies that have an interest in it. I I, I think um, iHeart Media was listed as utilizing this some of this technology through through um, this as well. So there's there's some connections with some of the larger players in the medium. And we now know, of course, Megaphone's been bought by Spotify, and Spotify right. is only going to ramp up the tracking even more. Right. So, dun-da-da-da. I mean, just let your imagination run on, you know, who else could wind up supporting this in the long run when you think about it. But, but also... Um, you know, I mean, let's be frank about it. <clears throat> let's think about the big platforms out there, Spotify, uh, Apple. Um, this really can reach into the listening platforms too. Are those platforms that are uh, enabling listening um, and they get user accounts, they can have the ability to op- opt in, Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, they can be doing this stuff too on, on their own platforms. Um, so that's where it, we kind of get into this gray area of the discussion around our users going to care in the long run. I know Apple has clearly put the stake in the ground here that they're not going to do this. Yeah. Now um, here's, here's, but I'm the, not sure that others have, yet. but here's a key thing from the, and this is the author of this article is actually a podcaster. Right. He says, I spoke with megaphones, customer service to tell them about this issue. They seem to be aware of it but told me they have no intention of retiring MTM. That's the 
thing that's causing the blocking. And so my question, Megaphone, is when will you consider retiring MTM? Megaphone is already on seven block lists, explicitly on six. What if you get on all block lists? We consider it then. What if a, what if podcast players decide to add these block lists? Ooh. Or what if certain countries start using these block lists at their borders and now you see a widespread complaint from listeners? What if your own customers, the podcasters themselves, complain to you enough that they don't appreciate how their shows are suffering because of this? At what point do you consider that MTM is not good for listener or podcasters and reformat how it works? Well, I think it's a it's a debate, really, what the value of it is. Um I've yet to see really compelling evidence that the ROI on targeting is really that much different. He says, I'm not the only one who feels this is a bad idea. You saw the New York times article above and there's a New York times article above from the founder of DuckDuckGo. You saw how rework podcasts switch away from art 19. Once they find out art 19 was doing this and you now see how block lists are adding you. Is this enough outcry that you're doing what you're doing is wrong? Or do you still need more people telling you no other podcast hosting providers showing up on block list at this time, megaphone, you're making history here, but is this the history you want to be making? Right. So, you know, block lists are pretty, you can get on a block list for other reasons too. There's other block lists out there. And it's hard to get off of them once you get on them. And That's the thing. You know, it's one of the reasons why we have no hyperlinks on any of our directory listings at Blueberry.com. Because it just takes one bad hyperlink out to a malware site to get your whole site blacklisted. And it doesn't come from, comes from Google. Mm -hmm. You know, they can still get to you by typing in directly, but you're not going to be found in search or anything like that. Right. So, um, yeah. So where do we go from here, Todd, on this? Um, it's, it's something that the industry, it's going to have, each player is going to have to make their decision here where, where they stand. I think we both know, uh, and everybody listening to this knows where Lipson yep. stands on this. We've yep. been very clear about it. We're not going down this path. Yeah, Blueberry's not going any, down this path either. Any Anytime soon, unless there's some more clarity on the process and that there's everybody's going to be okay with it, and there isn't going to be things like this that happen, right? Right, where, right. Where people get upset. So we're just not going to go there because, I mean, we're just not convinced that the benefit's worth the the technical hassle. Is it, is it worth another dollar or two CPM? Right. You know, yeah. is that what you're going to get? But, you know, let's just be quite, quite frank. The advertisers are the ones that are starting requiring some of this stuff. Well, it gets back to, you know, and I, I My Red Bull's this. getting warm. How's that? Well, I went through this to some degree, you know, as you come out of the radio industry, the radio industry tended to, um, think that the advertisers were their real customers. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and the advertisers had a lot of, um, you know, say in this stuff, right. That they put on a lot of pressure on the radio industry to, to do a lot of these kinds of things. And I believe that's a little bit of what's behind this too. Um, is that the, the buyers, um, want this data. They want to be able to do this. 
Um, and the industry is trying to cater to that, right? Yep. So to, as a competitive advantage. So I have a new coworker here at the office, Rob. You do. I Congratulations. Do. Yep. I, I, his name is boss. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a, a four-legged employee. Yep. Four-legged employee. He hasn't okay. quite got used to the place yet. He's kind of hiding out, but. Yeah, boss is hiding, and uh, he set off the alarm system last night, eleven thirty p.m. By his wow. movements, he decided to jump on a counter, and uh, the motion detector decided he was an intruder. And I got the police here, and yep. Really? So, yeah, they. Yeah, I saw him from the. You know, they went, I, of course, I was. Phone was on. Do not disturb. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have that phone, that phone number whitelisted. And because I didn't answer and say, yeah, my, my, my four legged furry cat in here, uh, set the alarm off. The police came and rattled the doors and looked in with their flashlights. And so yeah. me, meanwhile, he was hiding in the closet. So today he goes into a room. <laughs> he's not going to have free roaming tonight. Tonight is, uh, he's going to be locked in the kitchen. <laughs> So boss is around here somewhere. If he doesn't get more friendly, he may not be boss for long. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny, Todd. <laughs> uh, what it actually was is we had a cat that was at the house that was pretty antisocial with other cats. And uh, so we, we decided to, you know, put him in probation over here for a while, see how he does. <laughs> right. Hey, Todd, did you see the this this little Twitter post that uh, James put in his newsletter uh, about a guy who created, created a little short video, um, that's playing over and over again on, on Twitter. Basically, uh, yeah, his name is Jonathan Ogden and he's out of the UK and he created this, this video podcast saying literally nothing for 20 minutes <laughs> is what he, what he created. And he created this back and forth dialogue with him, um, basically setting up his conversation saying, you know, how important this conversation is and how, how we should have it every week. And, and, you know, with the goal, and this is similar to what we talked about last week is, you know, people objecting to not getting to the point, right. Right. Not getting to the content <laughs> while he's making fun of it. And it's had 7.8 million views. Really? So right. Right. And it's only one minute long, but it's him back and forth talking to himself, basically saying nothing. I'm I'm looking for the tweet. You'll have to send me the link. That I thought I saw something about it, but didn't pay any attention to it. It's uh, it's on the newsletter from oh, from let's see, what's the date? Uh, from today, today. So just below the the classified box in the Pod News newsletter, yeah, there is a link to. This is great. Podcasts saying literally nothing for twenty minutes. It's fine to de-um and de-er, but r removing any and all phrases in this video, too, would make for a better show. I'm looking for it here. I haven't found it yet. It's, it's below Will Clubhouse Kill Podcasting. Oh, okay, okay. All right, let me click on this. <laughs> and you can probably pull it up and play it is this, if you want to. Is this guy actually saying anything? No, huh? okay. that, well, that's the whole point. He's not saying anything. He's just bantering back and forth, setting up his conversation. Okay. So for one minute, and I don't have this wired in. Oh, you don't. No. So that, that's what I think. Yeah, that's so true. You know, 
I'm really glad you brought that up. I think this is really important. And if I can just speak about this for a minute, because yeah. I've, I've really been thinking about this quite a lot. And um, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Here's when it all comes down to it. And we like really begin to understand, like, this is what I think. And, but th this is why we have you on. It's my opinion. It's, you know, I really, so my friend works at the New York times, right? Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, so this is what I think. There's a lot of conversation and there's a lot of dialogue around the subject without really dissecting and understanding the subject. <laughs> and I think what we really need. So there's just a lot of back and forth. I mean, he's sports flashing sports different, podcast. different. Well, yeah, yeah, back well. It's so him, him playing on two sides. The ums are the same right. dude. More conversation <laughs> around. Right, and I think what, what the right point now, is yeah, is you know, that yeah, I think there's a feeling like, out there that um, <laughs> people spend too much time talking about setting up what they're talking about versus talking actually about getting, it. getting to the point, right? Well, that's what a podcast uh, is all about, is setting it up. It's, it's, it's part of storytelling, Todd, right? <laughs> I, I throw abstract set stuff stage, in. Set the drama of it all uh, before I, you can actually communicate anything of value. I said abstract stuff in this show. You know, the next show I'll be talking about how this, this cat has scratched the piss out of me that's probably what i'll be talking about you know yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so, but i i i get his point and the fact that it's been watched by almost eight million people that's is pretty uh, impressive you know it's impressive maybe there's a point to this i don't know 18.18k quotes oh yeah this is brilliant this is actually just what so-and-so said there's way too much of this beep out there. So important. This is uh, how some of you all be sounding on Clubhouse. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Worst thing is when I'm not paying attention, rewind all for nothing. I did that today for a show. I, yes, it's literally set off my fight or flight. Well, the responses are hilarious. They really are. This is so important. It really is. It's almost like the banter back and forth. This is golden. <laughs> Spot on. This is why I don't listen to podcasts. See, the Twitter stream is almost, you could almost replicate what he just said. <laughs> Look, just reading the retweets. Oh, my gosh. Right. Wow, 7.8 million. I'm impressed. This guy knocked it out of the ballpark. I I'm going to have to follow him just. Just because. <laughs> well, he, he he definitely tapped into something that maybe is true. Yeah, he, I think so. And this guy, how many followers does he have? Let me look. Uh, okay. Oh, he's got 11.1K followers. So I bet he's picked up a few people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. If I could, if we could get 7.8, someone please find something we've said and get us 7.8 million views on Twitter. That would be fantastic. <laughs> it well, really. We, we, we could have a conversation here that actually had a lot of value, right? Yeah. And that we could get enough people actually watching the, <laughs> the valuable stuff versus watching the repeat of a bunch of invaluable stuff. That's, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, mm. Huh. That seems to be more popular than actually talking about something of value and substance, right? Oh my gosh! Right. You know, and I think you know we've I think we've kind of killed the megaphone thing here, but uh, you know, it's 
as a, as a business owner, you just you, you know you know what happened over there today. They were like, oh, oh. and you know you get I just hear that f word coming out of a number of people's mouths, and then like we need to have a meeting. Attention, <laughs> attention, all hands to the boardroom <laughs> briefing room. I have right. an emergency conflict mission. <laughs> right. Calling the, the the PR team. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let's get a response out right. there. Right. We're under attack. Yeah, everyone's so, had one of those. Speaking of which, what what is going on with the podcast Hall of Fame? Have we heard anything new? Uh, not recently, but my conversations that I've had with Dan uh, is that it's going to come back in Nashville. Okay, next year. All right, or this year. This year. This year. So, you know, and, and, you know, sponsorship support is key to that. So unless we get all locked down for the next year. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I think it's still too early to, to know what's going to happen on that side. Right. Yeah. But I am itching to get back out there. Oh, I'm people again. Beyond, you know, beyond ready. Yeah. It's, it's time. Yeah, it's time to get the to get the word out and start. Well, yeah, and I I wonder how things as we come out of this, um, how things are going to change on that front because you you think about how many more new podcasters there are out there, and how many more new podcast companies are out there. Yeah, I mean, just look in LinkedIn and LinkedIn, and it's just amazing how many people are putting podcasts in their LinkedIn titles now. Um, I've never seen that before, how many people are involved in the medium in some capacity. Yeah. Um, and you know how that could impact like a podcast movement event. Maybe, maybe as you look to the future or the next couple of years, we'll, we'll see, you know, 10,000 people at a podcasting event. I wouldn't doubt it's it. Not, it's not inconceivable. You know, I think the thing that, um, I have been staying out of Facebook groups purposely for a while. I took a break mm -hmm. and, uh, there is, um, it's just impossible to keep up. It's just, you see the same question asked 25 times a day in some forums. And, uh, it's, a, you, you could have a full-time job, just cut and pasting responses that are canned into into facebook groups um specifically podcast groups that was part of the thing i was going to talk about today or i wanted to talk about today is that um the you are not and it's gotten much much worse you do not have uh, new podcasters doing very much research at all you know they, they're not doing any homework they're just they're just jumping in and, uh, and then the, the thing that, um, triggered me probably the most and, and I'm now starting to become quite happy using that word, um, mm -hmm. being triggered was a gal said quite innocently, she said, uh, Hey, I'm on anchor and I'm on Spotify. I'm, what else do I need to, you know, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm set. Uh, and, uh, is there any other places I should be? quite innocently asking that. And of course everyone jumped on and there was 
82 responses in that thread. You need to be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But, um, you know, I ran some numbers today, and our Spotify numbers are still under 10%. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, under, under yeah. 10, well under 10%. Uh, matter of fact, under 5% globally for every, of course, now I don't, there's a little skewed because I don't have insight to all Spotify data because some people that use our redirect submitted to their host who submitted a specific RSS feed that didn't include our redirect. So there's some, I don't have a complete insights into Spotify across all our shows that use mm-hmm. our stats just because of the way Spotify rolled out their their initial stats and or initial implementation of how you would submit over there. But um, it's still, to me, it just doesn't, if I go look at individual shows, I don't see that big, but you know, some shows are seeing great success, but I I don't know. I don't, I think it's a little overhyped. You know, they're getting numbers, but in the scheme of things overall, yeah, they're, they're adding audience, but, that monster of an audience that's available is still, you know, much, much bigger on in Google podcast, man, they are, they're rocking it. I think they were up to in December, like 7% or something. They were, they're, they're coming on like a freight train. So, you know, those of you that have not been talking about Google Podcasts very much in your show, that they're they're at an audience and quickly. Well, you saw the announcement that they added subscription right. capability in the browser now. So right. right. In the browser. Yeah. Hmm. That's well, interesting. But we're seeing a lot of Chrome. You know, this was very it's on the other computer. I wonder if I can get to it. No, it's let me, I, I know where yeah, to go. Yeah, or is it in the app, too? It must be in the app, too. Uh, the- let's see here. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so uh, let me load the document because I provided some information to IEB. Oh, yeah, so for us, if we look purely in December for Apple Podcast, 53. 2%. Mm-hmm. Podcast Addict, 6.7. Google Podcast for Android, 6.3. And get this, Chrome Desktop, which more than likely is Google Podcast on Chrome, 3.9%. Overcast, 3.3. Mm-hmm. Stitcher Radio 2.4. Hard to believe the iTunes application is still in there. 2.0%. CastBox has jumped up 2.0%. Pocket Cast 1.93. You notice I haven't said Spotify yet? Yeah. Actually, I've got Spotify for Android. Spotify for iOS is um, an addition. It's an additive number. Okay, so it would have been much higher if I had added them together, but I broke them out by, and, uh, but you know, still Firefox, Stitcher Radio for iOS, iPad, Apple Podcast and Player, so different, Antenna Pod, Alexa, half a percent, 
That's right. the first in- major increase I've seen in Alexa in a while. Point up zero point five one. Mm-hmm. So, but again, there's it. It shows me that at least for our that's about sixty five thousand shows. Um, that browser there's a couple of browser entries in there which blew me away. So mm-hmm. maybe grand total on browser in the top twenty five was about. Uh, let me get it. Oh, about four percent. So let me go all the way to the bottom. One, three downloads on the Views BitTorrent client. Eight downloads on PlayStation Portable. Eight downloads on Doppler. <laughs> WinApp for Android had thirty-two. Oh, here's one. Did you know AOL still had had a browser? <laughs> wow. Somebody's AOL, still using the AOL, AOL browser. 40, wow. 40 downloads. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this is, you know, this is, you know, 40 downloads of millions. <laughs> Here's the percentage. I, I, I it was uh, AOL Explorer 0. 0. 0.000000006 or <laughs> something. So like nobody, that. somebody out there didn't ever upgrade their Windows 95 machine. Oh my God. Yeah. Google TV, 88, <laughs> 88 right. downloads. Right. Oh my gosh. PlayStation. Oh, there's uh, net Netscape. There's a number 900. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know Netscape would even run yeah, I mean, a modern operating system. Probably isn't a modern operating system. Somebody that's got an old machine, 124 different clients is what I tracked in December. <laughs> Oh, iHeart, iHeart. Let's. How are they doing? Oh, let me let me go ahead and look at how iHeart's doing here. Let's see here, ABC. Oh, I had to. Uh, <laughs> uh, iHeart zero point one seven. <laughs> oh, player, 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 player. How much money have you spent? <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah but i i am hearing too that uh well let's just put it this way i think there's gonna be some new news coming big news <laughs> big news big news yeah big news coming from what part of the industry? I'll just say there's a big news coming. I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> there's big news coming, yes. I do there's... know of one big news that's coming. Oh, you do? Sure. You can't say either. No, I can't say either. <laughs> big news. <coughs> big news. I'm that's... not even going to imply what kind of big right. news, but it's big news. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hopefully that big news will drive more listeners to podcasting. So hopefully. So Todd, did you see the article? Um, oh, it's not that, that big Evo, news. Evo Terra wrote um, on his podcast pontifications. I, I listened Substack. about the first two minutes of that. I could, and I got distracted and couldn't listen to the whole thing, but go ahead and give us the reader's digest version. Well, he actually wrote a, 
like an article too. So his one part of this article is podcasting's throne caught in the crossfire. So his contention is uh, lots of big powerhouse companies are battling it out right now. You know, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, iHeart, Google Podcasts. You know, you start running through the list of all these big tech companies. And his his point is, is that, uh, you know, he does think that Apple is going to get, you know, some competition here, which is appears to be growing. Um, more or less, depending on the hosting platform that you ask. You yeah. Know, if you look at if you look at uh, Buzzsprout, Buzzsprout's getting twenty five percent of their downloads out of Spotify. Well, you look at Lipson, we're getting about nine percent. Look mm-hmm. at you, you're getting what about nine percent, right? L- lower than five. Yeah. So, more or less, these platforms are competing with each other, and more or less success. And his contention is that Apple is going to lose some market share over time because of this. And that may be true. Um, but his general consensus is that, and I tend to agree with this, uh, that there will be no single dominant player in podcasting. And I, it depends on what you classify as a dominant player. I guess Apple would be the closest thing that I could think of, um, on that side. Uh, I think it's going to be a while before Apple loses that crown be quite honest with you. Oh, they if, if they ever lose. I don't know. I think it's up in the air right now, right? <laughs> yeah, considering at yeah. least in yeah. my in, yeah. in my measurement, the closest player is Podcast Addict. <laughs> at least in my side. You know, That's it's what? coming in at 6.7%. Point, and and, and where Spotify's not, not even up to that level? No. But again, yeah. I, I my numbers are a little bit hazy on Spotify because we don't have insight to all shows because of the way they were submitted to Spotify originally. Originally. Right. Ah, got it. So I have a segment of shows I don't have an insight to, even though they're using our staff. So it offsets the percentage. So it's right. probably it's probably nine percent. Yeah, it's I can probably. see your platform being fairly. Yeah, so we have an offset, right. you know, because uh, there's just a couple platforms that people use that I don't have insights to those stats because of the way it was submitted because the redirect didn't get on their submission. Right. Right. So. And I think that the platforms that have acquired the most new podcasters over the last six months probably have a stronger presence. In <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, some of these other platforms, but they have weak, but they have weak new shows came up in an era when people really focused on that. Yeah. A lot of younger people got into podcasting, creating podcasts. And we have a lot of Lipson and you have a lot of legacy shows uh, that are around a long time. Right. And have built their audiences over on Apple. So in some ways it's not surprising to some degree. Yeah. Um, so you know, his Evo's contention is, is that there eventually there won't be one single dominant player in podcasting, right. which he's assuming that Apple's going to lose market share over time to all these big platforms like Pandora and Amazon and iHeart and Google Podcasts. Though I would say iHeart, it's not going to be capturing top spot no. anytime soon on the consumption side. Um, but <clears throat> certainly for their original shows, they've been able to capture some audience, but <clears throat> Harold, I could go, you know, I, I, he, Harold asked, compare what were Apple's podcast numbers this time last year, how much market share have they lost? Well, I, we made a contention 
Apple's actually picked some market share back up. For a while, Apple was below 50% for us. They had, we had predicted like two years ago, they would go below, right. below 50. And right. that doesn't happen. It, well, it, it was right there, teeter totter. Right. But but then they, they have actually picked up market share because the awareness of podcasting has continued to increase and most and everyone has the Apple Podcast app right on their phone. Well, I think what you're really saying, and maybe being more clear here, is is that all these platforms are growing. Right, they're growing. Oh, I right. look at in 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 total downloads. Yep. Right. And sub subscriptions and all that stuff. Apple's continuing to grow even and that would happen even if they were losing market share. Right. So, you know, it's as the, as the whole industry rises, everybody gets bigger, right? Five years so, ago, I could, I could, I could process all of our podcast statistics for the day in about two hours. That's what it took to right. process. Now right. it's 12 hours of processing time to do 24 hours worth of data, having even added a lot more capacity and a lot more machines. So mm -hmm. it, it's taken me really this, uh, an, an incredibly much longer time to process that because the volume is just way up. Yeah. You know, where before I may have been measuring a hundred million downloads a month and now it's, you know, I'm not going to say exact number, but let's say it's, it's 800 million downloads a month. You know, right. that's the scale. So mm -hmm. the, the, in, and, in not a, tripling or quadrupling or you know, five times the number of shows either because shows die mm -hmm. on all platforms and new shows right. come on, but just the volume is much, much higher now. Yeah. Though I think over time we could see, I think, uh, specifically probably Google podcasts. I kind of see them as the one that could have the most. Oh, they're going to have the most share growth. Oh, they're yeah. In the shortest amount of time, they um, they have grown. I bet you I can go back to the beginning of the year and they were at two two and a half percent, mm -hmm. maybe yeah. three, and it, they've doubled. That to double in market share in this space, right? In a year, right? Yeah, oh. that's. That's fast growth. It's fast growth. It's rocket ship right. growth. So I, I look at Google Podcasts as the biggest growth opportunity. Yeah, I think so too. There is another player that's coming, but um, I don't know. You know, if they if they could be bigger than Google, I don't know. Um, not in year one, maybe year two. Right. And we have to be, we're, we're on, uh, both of us are on NDAs, so. Right. So, it's good news. Yeah, it, it's good news. It is. It's it's all, you know, it's all, you know, there's a, yes, there's a lot more shows coming online, but there's an equally number of shows that are failing that are coming online. You know, they talk about someone saying they got a, you know, they had 800,000 shows added to their platform. Well, you know, 600,000 of them are dead already. So. Hey Todd, I haven't heard anybody report any data. I don't know if there's user agents around audible. Have you seen anything in your data around oh, audible? Let me look here. 
because that was the other the other platform that is kind of new to the medium somewhat um, that I kind of wonder about their their potential impact. Um, but I do know that a lot of Audible users are big into audiobooks, not so much into podcasts, though there's a lot of crossover there, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, it's just, are people going to listen to podcasts versus audiobooks? I don't know. I, I see some insight into them. Um, they've, they it's early days. <laughs> oh, it is clearly. Early yeah, days, yeah. Early days. Yeah. Uh, for sure. They're down around, if I look between, yeah, they're under a percent. I just, I'll put it that way. And that was a big, big move that Amazon did in acquiring Wondery. So mm-hmm. that, you know, and it appears that, you know, Hernan Lopez is going to stay CEO of the company for, for some period of time. And he's going to stay involved in the, the Ambi um, awards too. He's kind of, kind of, kind of leading that. Um, so, so that's not going to change anything on that side. I guess he's going to be CEO of, uh, until it closes. Well, I will say until this, closes, yeah. but I'll right? say this about Amazon though. I got an email from them today. Um, they're, they're not sitting still. They've got some stuff coming. Yeah. I can't, and I haven't reviewed what they, I know what the, topic was going to be in but i got to review the agreement and um but yeah I they're going to take a place in the promotion side of podcasting you know help help drive you know awareness but so i think it could be of of help but if they get to one percent because podcasters you know just um it's not yet a natural place for podcasters to promote, to go listen to. Yeah. Right. To go listen on Amazon music or to go listen on audible. You know, there, that's not a natural thing. Podcasters themselves are saying to do to promote. And I think Amazon recognizes that and wants podcasters to start promoting being able to listen on on Amazon music. Well, or, if you think about what they've done, they've got podcasts now on Alexa. They have, you know, and then they have Audible. They have Amazon Music right. podcasts. So they kind of have three consumption platforms in one. And just the small thing of going into Amazon.com and searching for your podcast. Yeah. Right? Just a small thing like that, which I know a lot, a lot of people are definitely involved in Amazon.com these days. So let me uh, see if I can uh, find the listing. Uh, new media show Audible. That didn't come up with anything. Let's see here. New media show Amazon. Let's see. There it is. Oh, no. That's somebody's book. Uh, maybe I'm going to have to go to Amazon. Huh. I thought I could find it before for a search result, but because I found it actually in the Amazon store <laughs> of all places. Yeah, I thought so too. So you go to. Yeah, I'm just on Amazon now. Amazon.com shopping and then type in the yeah, media show. It was there before. That's very, very weird. Maybe let's let's try my other one. 
Okay, I just typed in new media show. It didn't come up. So it's odd because there's Geek News Central when I type. That's right on Amazon, you know. So I found it there. Uh, I bet I know what I'd have to do. New media show. I bet you if I put audio. Or podcast. Oh, that's weird. I have to go investigate that, Rob. Yeah. We're not being found. Well, is is anybody being found over there? Yeah, my show was. Uh, you can't see it, but I did Geek News Central, and it came right up. It came right up on, uh, on Amazon.com, and it's basically Audible costs zero, 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 and Amazon Music, it costs zero, zero, and listen now. And... So, but I don't know why I can't find new media show. Yeah. Yeah. And I oh, went there it is. The there it is. There it is. Okay. For some reason, just wasn't in the right place. All right. I found it. So where did you have to go? Audible books and originals. Audible books. Audible. Oh, Audible. Books and, so, but I was on, I was on the Amazon oh, website. Right. But, Okay, so it's under Audible Books and Originals is what you have to search for. Search under that category. Well, I, originally when I came on the uh, just the pure Amazon site, I, I found it right. I found my other show right on Amazon.com. I found Geek New Center underneath Amazon.com, but I didn't find the new media show. So let me try this again. I think it's interesting, Todd, that they have in our listing that comes up in the search results. Um, <laughs> It's basically an Audible branded page. Right, right. In the sub <coughs> area. So this is this is obviously a, a framed pull off of the Audible side of things. Yeah. Into the Amazon, you know. So Rob, bigger, th- so try this experiment. I, I, right. Let me go to Amazon.com and right. type in your name. Just go to Amazon, top of Amazon.com and type in your name. I'll type in my name. All departments. So let's look here. So I found my book and I found the two podcasts. So I found, oh, hey, folks, you can still get podcasting to do it yourself guide for $23. There's only one left in stock, so make sure you order soon. <laughs> so it is searching the subtitle. Yes, it is. Of the of the show. Yeah, yep, it is. So you can find it by your by your author name. But why wouldn't it come up? It's a good that's title. a that's a very good question. I don't know why. New media show is not coming up by title. Geek New Central is. So. Yeah. So the subtitle is taking higher priority than the, than the main title. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little trickery here. So I'm going to search for a part of our description. So it says, well, the, the, the number one thing that shows up is, it looks like a TV show called The Show. Oh. <laughs> so let's type in The Media Show. 
it still doesn't come up. Yeah. Comes up with our names, but not direct search. So who knows? But again, you can click Audible or Amazon Music. You can share. And uh, there is a there is a listing, but it's mostly indexed under on under Audible. So, though, if you put New Media Show into the All Search area, yeah, and put parentheses around the word New Media Show, no one it searches. comes up in the, in the number one position. Yeah, no one searches like that though. I know. Well, I mean, it's a little <laughs> tip for Google too. Yeah. So if you want to have a more refined search based on the specific keyword phrase that yep. you enter in there, just put parentheses around it. So it is kind of, you know, if nothing else, you're like, hey, see, I'm listed on Amazon. You can buy my show on Amazon. Oh, yep. I, I, I did that. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. It's a little bit of a hack in there. A little hack, but I wonder why. Algorithm. I wonder why we're not ranking well natively all right Probably someone write for this reason right here Todd. S- someone write <laughs> someone write a book someone write right. a, bu- a book on uh uh you know search on uh amazon hacks uh, i'm i'm scrolling through and see if it's buried down in the let me go oh let's go to page two it's not on page two either hmm yeah I don't know. So Todd, they've, they've got it all set up here where we, we can start charging for people to listen to our show. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> well, they have our, our listing here as audible, you know, you click yeah, on the audible zero, tab zero, zero. And it's got a, got a little dollar sign. You, you know there. why, you know why that's there is <laughs> because they shoehorned us into an existing system. Right. Right. <laughs> But it does kind of communicate that there's a potential. It says, yep. uh, you know, you know. It also says enjoy free music from Amazon. No, no subscription yep. required. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just interesting and that they have that there. Let me yeah. see if they are up to date here. What was that? Yeah, so they're up to date at least with the listings. Yeah. <gasps> that's good. So when you click on listening, though, you have to. They want log you to in. go to. Yeah, they want you. I'm logged in Amazon, but they want you to go to Audible. Listen with Audible. Oh, well, I, it, I, hey everyone, welcome to. Well, you have the choice of clicking between Amazon Music and Audible, so you can go in either way. Oh, that's. <clears throat> oh yeah, when you want, and they want you to sign in there. Right. So I just signed in and I got into Amazon Music. Yeah. And I can listen there, but it it doesn't wait. It's not listing all the episodes. Oh, no, that's just to that episode. And it's just what's in the RSS feed. Right. Yeah. Now, you can tell Alexa to play the, I think you can. I think you have to tell Alexa, play the podcast. Oh, see, I just triggered a bunch of people. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I did the same thing earlier. So I think all you have to do is tell A-L-X-E-A-A to play the podcast, the new media show, and it will. Should play the latest mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to anyway, get some, you want to do promotion? You want to do promotion for another show? Just do that in your own show. But people are going to be, <laughs> you know, I have a Google home, uh, my, my Sony TV at the house. Um, it gets triggered a lot. Google home loses its mind 
they'll say something close to Google and it'll, my TV will pause. It pisses me off. I have to push the back button or wait five seconds for it to let the TV to continue. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, it triggers itself all the time. It's very annoying. Hey, Todd, did you know that there is a um, platform out there that's called Pod TV Network? Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to be doing a call with them. I, yeah, I want to learn more about what this guy's doing. But so is he, I guess he's got a an OTT platform that he's he's taking what it appears to be is kind of like um, more like YouTube videos that are of podcasts, right? Of huh. Podcast recordings, like what we're doing here, right? And he's putting it out off of uh, it's called Pod Network uh, on PodTV.com. I don't know if we'll qualify. I see Kanye here. Who else do I see? Um, I see celebrities. Right. Vlogs. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Not a I lot. Of, not the, not the a lot of podcasts, content. But yeah. Oh, they've got something called Masterminds. Oh, please. Right. It looks like mostly. Oh, that's interesting. Network originals. It's just another example of the blending that's yeah. going on between yep. video and audio yep. in the podcasting space as it continues, right? Yep. And then as we see the social audio platforms starting to pop up now, um, yeah, it's, a, it's just interesting. I guess the, the innovation continues, Todd, right? And it's all about, hey, it's all about getting the content, getting it organized. Oh, oh uh, Rick says you have to you add the word podcast when you search just on Google. So new, I thought I had done that once, Rick, and didn't get anything. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. You have to do that on Google, right? Oh, so new media show. Oh, on Google, right? On on Google, so you put in the, the word podcast after you search for that, and then it filters it down. Well, Though I think um, doing it without it gets to it too. Yeah, because we're ranked really good. So right, right. You don't have either to, way actually works. Yeah, you don't have to do that for because I do new media show. I get the same results. As a matter of fact, a little better results. So it doesn't it doesn't link you to subscribe in the podcast app though for for Google. Uh, not sure what's going on there. Doesn't it doesn't link to it? It's got episode. Okay, it's got episodes. You can click on episodes, and it takes you to Google Podcasts to play one of the episodes. Right. My uh, screen capture thing is not catching up right now, so I can't show it on the screen easily. But one thing I do like about the Google Podcasts is they they format stuff pretty good. They keep your HTML formatting and they also have the, uh, the hyperlinks that that stuff remains. Other places strip that information and they've done a real good job with, uh, not stripping stuff. It does appear that when you, 
do a search query and it pulls up a page, right? And it lists your podcast and then right below it, it right below the top listing for your podcast, it has a section called podcasts and it lists the last three episodes, right? Yeah. And you go into one of those boxes and you click the little play button. Sure. Uh, it actually doesn't start playing. Really? It, it, it redirects you over to the page. So you actually have oh, to push yeah, the play yeah, button yeah. It's, twice. It's, 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 it's a fake dealio. Hey everyone. Right. Yeah. Now if they wanted to really, well, and I understand why they're doing this. They're not trying to inflate download numbers. If they worked really well, would play right on that page. But, but it is kind of giving a mixed message oh. there. It's, it's like click here to play. People may have the expectation. It's all about delivering the expectation, right? Right. Maybe they shouldn't have a play button there at all. Uh, Rick was saying in A-L-E-X-A, you have to say, play the latest episode of the new media show podcast, not, it won't play it with the, which on, on your A-L-E-X-A device, what are you, are you using Spotify? Are you using Amazon or what are you using as your, Tune in. What are you using as your player, Rick? That's because you can select now which which service you want to use. Rob, you still there? Yeah. Oh, I thought you froze for a second. Mm -mm. I was just sitting still. Okay. I was going to go but, look at my Alexa app and see what I have as default on mine because I'll be honest with you, I don't play um podcast too much on a l e x a but there's a place you can set that i got my phone set in airplane mode so if someone calls me you don't get put on a different screen but so so Todd, that's a good question what would cause more people to use a l x a l a l e a e x what uh having a, podcasters educate uh, more to podcast have their have podcasters educate their audience on how to listen to their specific show on those devices we have to train right. listeners right i used to do that every episode i don't do it anymore but i used to tell them the exact words they needed to subscribe to gnc and it would work for Google Home, ALXA, uh, Apple Home, something, whatever that, or, or I don't not, think not you have to be that, that specific anymore. I know I've got one and I, I just say play such and such oh. podcast and it starts playing it. So I don't know. Oh, she, uh, Rick says he's got Amazon music podcast and tune in. So. Yeah. Mike says, I call it Amazon talking tube on my show. Rick says, I listen to a lot of podcasts on ALEXA. <laughs> we need to have kind of a new code word for, uh, for these devices. So we don't have to keep spelling it out like idiots. Well, you we just say Amazon smart speaker. That's, that's, that's what yeah. I've done over the years. Yeah. But, but more and more that platform is becoming more than just a smart speaker. It's, no, you can't let your, you know, when the grandkids get back, Rob, 
You can't get them, let them close to it because they can order stuff through the device. They can actually order, you know, general, general stuff that you buy all the time. You can, you can order on the device. I know a lot of people that do that. I, I'm just a little bit, I, I want to see it on the screen. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I want to be able to see the price too. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it'll tell you the price before you buy it, but I've, I've, I know some people like order toilet paper or something like that through their smart speaker, but I don't know. That's probably a tough choice these days, right, Todd? Buying yeah. toilet paper through your smart speaker. It can be expensive. <laughs> Speaking about talk, talking about things that aren't um, relevant, right? Yeah. So <laughs> luckily you're saved by the bell. We are. Yes, we are right at uh, 430. Oh, that's and, true. uh, so, uh, anyway, we're going to get out of here and uh, we are getting some email back on the show so far. It's a hundred percent of the folks say stay with two shows a week. So we'll continue to see where this leads. But, uh, um, anyway, everyone else, thank you so much for being here. I'm Todd at blueberry.com at uh, Geek News on, on Twitter. Twitter. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes, I'm on Twitter as well, at Rob Greenlee, uh, with two E's. Uh, and I also have a website, robgreenlee.com. Certainly welcome to send me an email, uh, robg at lipson.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Yep. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here on the New Media Show. We'll see you back here on Saturday at 12 o'clock Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Feel free to join us. If you got some things we want us to talk about, let us know. Everyone take right. care. We'll see you next time here. Okay. Right, bye. Bye.